Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast and happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Hope everybody has a wonderful time with friends and family. And as always, we're so very thankful that you take the time to listen to our show throughout the year. We've been doing this for almost 16 years now, and it is just an amazing thing that you do spend some time with us and hope we've shared some laughs and memories throughout the years. So thanks again for being a part of the family. Pam and Ricky join me today, and of course, we answer your listener questions. We get a question about where to stay post-Disney uh, cruise for just one night, not going into the park, so we give some thoughts there. What not to forget to pack for somebody running the Dopey Challenge for the very first time. Also, they're taking a first-time Walt Disney World visitor, so what not to miss for that very special visitor. We're giving some thoughts there. Also, Jollywood Nights, the first night was not the best experience for every guest. And we give our thoughts on how Disney's doing in the subsequent parties. Are they addressing guest feedback and what we think of what's happening with that? This and much more coming your way on today's show. As always, our podcast brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We're standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. Very important during this busy holiday shopping season, especially on Black Friday and over the Thanksgiving break. Please bookmark it and use it as often as you can. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a huge thank you to our patrons who allow us to put these shows out multiple times per week. We couldn't do this without your support. And you can join us starting at just $5 per month. Pretty simple there. And you'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over and support us. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,393 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you and welcome to the busiest travel day of the year, or at least that's what they say. One of them, actually, I think Sunday, this coming Sunday is uh, the busiest travel day as people make their way home from Thanksgiving. But hey, let's don't talk about that right now. It's time to get ready for Thanksgiving here in the States the day prior, and we're going to have a good time getting you over the hills and through the woods to grandmother's house or to, well, at least like Charlie Brown said, her condo, and, and all those kids just hopped in the back of a station wagon with no seatbelts, and that, people my age, we rode in the back of an F-150, and we're still here with no, well, just a little bit of brain damage, so here we are with a podcast we're going to have a good time. So let's have a great time answering your list of questions. Happy early Thanksgiving to you. And here's your little PSA. If you brought a, if you bought a frozen turkey this year and you haven't started thawing it out, you're having pizza this year. Yes, All you right. are. <laughs> so joining me today, I just saw the thing earlier this week, and I think that's the case because we always buy fro oh, we buy fresh. So we're good. Whew. Okay, good. Okay, so Ricky's joining us. She's down at themouseforless.com. Ricky, happy Thanksgiving, just in case I forget to say it later. What's up? Thank you. Yes, I'm one of the crazy people who's on the uh, in, in the airport today, so uh, wish me luck uh, <laughs> flying with the not only the baby for the first time, uh, sorry, everyone, uh, and, but also traveling with the dog, so uh, this should be fun. Um the, the interesting part is that the baby is now, and I didn't, you know, think about this when I booked the plane ticket, uh, but the baby's now mobile in the sense of, you know, she's crawling everywhere and I made her a lap baby. And so uh, now Brian and I get to try to wrestle a almost nine month old on a plane. So this will be fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hopefully get her milk drunk and uh, she'll pass out. So that's my goal. <laughs> You, sh you should luck. buy you should you should buy drinks for those around you. That that'd be I'm, a power move. I drinks for myself and no, Brian. No. Basically. <laughs> at, at least the row in front of you, behind you, and possibly across the aisle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no, hopefully <laughs> she does well, but we'll see how this goes. So all right. Uh, but yeah, um, so I want to talk about this because it is quickly coming up, and um, I can't believe we are here. Um, we are officially now at the time for the ornament and holiday card exchange what is this madness oh my god 
I know, right? The crowd yes. goes wild. Crowd goes wild. We're excited. Can you guys believe this is the 15th year? Shut up. That's wild. I know. It's insane. So many ornaments on my tree are made up uh, from the these exchanges. I mean, literally, my tree is kind of ornaments that I buy every year at Disney and exchange ornaments. That's kind of what my tree is made up of now, to be honest. Um, but it is my favorite thing that we do, the ornament and Christmas card, Christmas card exchange. So here are the details that you need to know. Um, and they will be up on Facebook and Instagram as well. So you'll be able to kind of see. And I'll probably put them up on threads. Uh, and you know what? I'll put them on the Discord too. And we have a Discord channel. So if you want to swing by, just go to BeOurGuestPodcast.com and the link to the Discord's right there on the page. Hmm. Perfect. So we'll put it as many places as we possibly can so that you guys can see it. But here's what you need to know. Um, for the ornament exchange, our lovely friend Michelle is doing it once again. Thank goodness to Michelle. She is amazing. Crowd goes well um, again. Good job, Michelle. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Michelle. Um, okay. So um, it's a $10 minimum exchange before shipping. Signups will be until uh, December 1st. Your buddy will be assigned by December 5th. And the send by date is no later than December 14th. Now, the great thing about the exchanges, we do a um, uh, adult exchange as well as a kid exchange. So if your kiddos want to participate, uh, there's a separate exchange for them. So we can do that too. Um, we have some information that you need to send. Uh, we'll get that. We'll put all that in the, uh, the posts that we have. Um, but that's pretty much everything that you need to know uh, for that. Uh, and then um, it's kind of cool because, you know, people send ornaments that are maybe related to things around their hometown. Mm -hmm. They send Disney ornaments. They send ornaments, you know, that are, you know, because we ask like what the, the people are, you know, interested in, what their tree may be like, what their theme of their tree is. And so we'll send ornaments that are related to that. It's just, it's very cool. Um, I've gotten some really neat Etsy ornaments and stuff I, like that. They were specially created, you know. The, the for, very first year of this, Michelle was my partner way back, you know, for, for 15 years ago. Exactly. And she lives down on the space coast and I have uh, Santa riding on a space shuttle. Now that's See? how, this is how long ago it was. Cause you know, I work at space camp. I'm a huge space fan. She lives on the space coast. So it kind of double there. And it's, yeah. I'm so old now. The space shuttle has been retired for like eight years. <laughs> I mean, seriously, <laughs> crazy, it's, yeah. it's a relic at this point. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, so we're also going to do the holiday card exchange. Um, so uh, we usually do, I, I know we've done a kid one in the past, but I'm, I'm not sure if we're going to do that this year. I'll double check with Florence. Um, but Florence is going to be doing that this year. Uh, thank goodness for Florence. Uh, yes. Exactly. Well. Florence, Colorado. That's that's Colorado, the whole state cheering for you. Exactly. Yes, it is. Um, so what we have with Florence is she's going to be accepting uh, people, their, um, information until December 6th. The reason why there's a little delay is she's actually coming to see me. So, uh, she'll be here that weekend. <laughs> it's nice that actually she's crashing with you for once rather than you crashing with her. So anyway, she go is ahead. crashing with me. Yes. yes, that is true. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so she'll have the Christmas card exchange, um, and we'll have all the details for that as well up on, you know, uh, Facebook and Instagram and all the places. So, um, but, uh, and the great thing about the holiday cards is you can send to a couple people, you can send to everybody. Um, you know, it just kind of depends on, on what you want to do. I will let you know, you know, the holiday card is exchange isn't like crazy wild. You don't have to send to like a hundred people. Usually, uh, I think on average, I obviously I send to everybody. So like on average, I send 25 to 35 cards or something, um, to, you know, people who you know sign up so it's not like a crazy large amount so you don't have to worry I'll, although i say that this year and i'll have like 100 people this year but it's kind of like uh, the old days in elementary school with the valentines but it's yeah exactly just a bigger so classroom it's, yeah it's usually on average about if you decide to sign up for everybody it's usually about 25 to 35 people so just kind Cute. of a, a heads up on that but yep that's uh both of those are here now so you can start yeah, we're so Frank Sinatra and like uh, Bing Crosby with the uh, the exchanges. I love that though because it's, it brings a little joy to your holiday season. It and does. thank you to the ladies, Michelle and uh, got, Michelle started that way back then. Yes. And Florence mm -hmm. again, continuing the the cards. So we got the yes. ornaments with Michelle, the cards awesome. with Florence. We appreciate you ladies so very much. So thank you so we much. We are that. so so appreciative. I know every year I message them. I'm Crazy. Like, Do you mind? I know. It's awesome. <laughs> so thank you. Okay, Pam Forrester's here, also from the Magic for Less Travel, waiting patiently, and she is just back from an epic. I should say Central Florida trip because you're at Universal and Walt Disney World doing I some will. intense training with the team at the Magic for Less. What's up, Pam? 
I was. Yeah, we're back. We're glad to be back. Um, we had a universal training um, scheduled last week. Uh, it's We have great partners at Universal, just like we do at Disney. And also other, you know, lots of other great suppliers, um, Royal Caribbean, all the different cruise lines, really Virgin Voyages. Um, we book lots more than just Disney, I will say. So it's, it's good to get together with those partners too and hone our skills in that space. Um, as with all agency trainings, I always say my warning at the beginning is we're going to have some aggressive fun because yes. our schedule <laughs> is packed from start to finish. She's we're not lying. No, I'm not. I'm like, if we're all here, we're going to do what we came to do. And that's learn all the things. So we had lots of aggressive fun, lots of early mornings, lots of late nights. But you know what? It was so funny. And I posted this in a, a little group that we have for our agency, but it was the last night um, and we were, so many of us had flights, early flights, or we're getting up to do a few last minute things the next morning and nobody wanted to leave. Like everyone was still talking. Everyone kept saying, oh, I got to go because I have a flight in like a couple hours. But you know, like they didn't go. Mm -hmm. And that was really at the end of it. It was, it's just so nice to be involved in that. Like we really have a team here. Um, and I'm so appreciative of that. So anyway, shout out to all of our team members, those who we left behind and those who came with us. So, so is, is, it, is it true Ben Lappin still missing? Like he's, he's not made his way back to like South Carolina? I feel like he is, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm worried. He's like, he's, like, he's like my, you know, my brother. Like I, I just worry about him sometimes. Just, I mean, I, I should know. just to make sure he's still alive. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Let's yeah. just say it was, so, it was a fun week, but we encountered, I guess, which was the fifth oh, rainiest day in all of like November ever. I mean, we had lots of rain, um, but we still were smiling all the way through it. So it was, we came home with a lot of specialized knowledge on how to enjoy the parks and the rain. Actually, I mean, uh, you know, last week was a tribute to, uh, to uh, the living seas in 1983, the deluge. Sure. The deluge. It was the deluge. So I mean, the, the one, thing, the one thing I noticed that you guys all enjoyed and you did correctly was you pretty much all got hot butter beer, which was the right answer. I'm just saying <laughs> that is, was. that is completely the right answer. That's the only kind of butter beer. In we my appreciate opinion. the uh, weather cooperating with us on for that. the hot butter beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good choice. Good choice. So a little yes. breaking news that, uh, you know, Thanksgiving week is here down at the parks. I did see that is we're recording this. Obviously we record the shows on Monday afternoons, early evening evenings and that today the crowds have descended on monday at walt disney world for this you know extended thanksgiving week the genie plus uh hit its highest sales price ever Crazy. today 35 dollars for genie plus at the magic Oof. kingdom you buying Happy it thanksgiving 30 everyone <laughs> Ricky, you buying it 35 bucks at the magic kingdom genie plus i don't buy it ever so like I, I as mean, you have I'm that not... fancy starbucks thing you're seven dollar coffee hey, whatever hey, you hey no this roller. is not ten dollar coffee i uh know how to get my coffee uh cheaper because i work at starbucks so i never what do you rob the place well we had to get it cheaper <laughs> yeah. if you work there I don't, I, I don't think there's a way to do that what do you do like go stick them up i mean yeah, here, give me my coffee. Yeah, no, I, I have a hack, but yeah, it's not a bad hack. It's not like it's not, sound I, legal. basically, I drink a misto, which is coffee and then a little bit of steamed milk instead of espresso shots and steamed milk. You could be, so it's a little, you could be speaking little, Korean right now, and I have no I, idea. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. So, but yeah, and then I add <laughs> sugar free vanilla to it. So okay, good. The people, whatever. Okay, because, okay, I, I shouldn't have asked. Okay, so we got to get to our question. <laughs> Len is here. We're glad to have him back. He was dealing with some family situations, and we missed him out in Maryland. We're so glad that he's back. Um, and so we're going to go to his question first. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad to have him back here today. So, we're glad, Len, we're glad to have you here, and happy Thanksgiving to you and the family. He says, and this is a good one because I asked Pam about this because Ricky spoke about uh, Jollywood Nights, and we have Beth, who was at the first party on one of our live shows, he says, do you think the shortfalls during the first Jollywood Nights event could be partially due to how influencers approach the event and how a regular crowd would approach the event? And I will say, from what I've been seeing, from party one to the subsequent parties two and three, I think they've had three at this point, maybe two, that Disney has listened to the feedback and they have made, to, to from what I've seen from the reactions and, and the folks that are going, 
major course corrections. They are trying to fix this immediately and in a in an aggressive fashion is what I'm seeing. So Pam, what are your thoughts to Len's question? I think absolutely, Len. Yes. <laughs> first of all, um, having been to the first one, I think that there's a lot of things that contribute to the initial negative reporting. Some were earned and some were not. Um, some were to be expected and some were not. I think, first of all, the lines leading up to it to get in at seven o'clock. If you went there at seven o'clock when you could get in and didn't expect to have a line for that, that was very short-sighted on your part. <laughs> I, I just like, I knew it was going to be, we got in early yeah. um, to avoid that. And Ricky, I know you couldn't cause your mom didn't have a ticket, but right. I think that that's like- Well, we still were, we were still able to, uh, we, yes, we waited in the seven o'clock line, but we we still got in early because they, they started letting us in beginning at like, I want to say 630 or so. So like they, they were working that line outside. So I will say right. that. Yeah. So that is absolutely part of it. Part of, uh, part of it is the desire of folks who were there to report, to see and do it all, everything that there was to do. So um, where probably most guests wouldn't be in, as inclined to do that, you're probably going to, maybe maybe you see both of the shows, maybe not, maybe one doesn't matter to you. Um, maybe getting all the food doesn't really matter to you when you're gonna go to a couple of the different places. So when you have a, a timeline that you, and you have things that you feel like you have to do, I think that's also going to shade your impression when you walk away from it. I mean, you just can't avoid that. You feel pressure to get things done. You feel pressure to get the video, the photos and all of that. In addition, it, that weather, the weather that night was not great. Um, and I think that that's something that is always going to impact um, how you perceive that. Whether you want it to or not, it just does. It doesn't feel as good. Um, and I think that some of the negative feedback, um, I see Betsy's mentioning it here, but there is a lot of desire for people to highlight the negative instead of to focus on the positive. There were, even the first night, there were lots of positive things there that were. happened. There really were. And I, I think that this is a brand new thing that Disney is doing. And even though they have experience in this space and whatnot, and people can say again and again that Disney shouldn't, Disney should have, Disney whatever. Um, it was the first night of it. And mm -hmm. the cast members were really into it. There were some really unique offerings. Um, there are great character offerings, which I think um, is something that I haven't seen highlighted quite enough, like some really rare characters. There were good shows. Um, the fireworks show, I think Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is really a great show. I always enjoy it. And at the end of it, this is one of a couple different after hours events that you can do at Walt Disney World. And the main goal of these things, I think, is to give people who want to the opportunity to experience something more than what your regular admission, you know, encompasses. And I think that's something you always have to remember. No one has to buy a ticket to any of these. You can go and have a fantastic time and do all the holiday things that are available and out there. And by the way, included with your tickets um, and all the resort things that don't have a fee associated with it. It's just these extra things. So mm -hmm. Uh, there are absolutely some things that I would like to see Disney do differently. And from all things, the accounts that I've heard, they have started to do them differently. And um, I, I think that we're going to see this end up being a good event. I mean, it's a nice idea. I like the, um, I liked the theme of it. I think the one thing we did not get enough of, and I'm not really quite sure why this is, is, the way that Disney communicates with guests prior to arrival so that we all knew what to expect. Absolutely. We really didn't have much to much that we knew about this leading up to this event, mm -hmm. other than the foods that were going to be served. And yeah. other than that, there weren't that many things that we knew to do. And I think Disney has corrected that. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to see a lot more positive reviews come through as we I move would forward. I would agree with that, Pam. I think that that is one of the, in a weird way, one of the biggest frustrations a lot of people had um, was that Disney really didn't communicate a lot about what the event 
was gonna entail in a weird way like yeah they said some of the highlights and stuff like that but they really didn't there really wasn't a full-on guide of this event before the event started you know you were kind of like you saw you knew like okay so there's gonna be this show and there's gonna be this show and they're gonna have food in these locations and these characters are gonna be out but that was it like i had no idea where mickey and minnie were gonna be meeting until we got to the party um and you know no idea where you know some of the other the things were going to be happening um so yeah i think that it would have been good to have more communication from disney uh prior to the event i don't know if maybe they didn't know beforehand or what but something somewhere along the line that communication i think part of it was that it was supposed to be a surprise like maybe yeah of frustration <laughs> to lots of planners um yes in that in that space and i think um, that disney should know by now that they have a lot of planners i mean you know they they stress so much about the planning the planning the planning especially with things like genie plus and you know all that stuff and so you know it's kind of like a they stress it so heavily on one side but then in this event they didn't stress it at all so i think you get that you know mi mixed messages with that and i think that might have helped hurt a little bit for that first night as well. So. I will say, though, that Betsy's in the chat, and she's actually our guest on Monday's podcast this past week talking about these awesome Glacier Ritas, which they mm. drank glaciers on the Disney Wonder when nice. they went to Alaska. How cool That's is that? Cool. I was like, you're drinking the glaciers? I'm like, That's whatever. Cool. That's awesome. Anyway, so that was Monday's show, so don't make sure you don't miss that from last week. But great idea, because I thought of this. I mean, why not? Because think about how things have changed over the past uh, five years, right? Maybe they could have done the first party, and people would have complained about this. Don't get me wrong, because people complain about everything. But have a first party, kind of like a soft opening, at a discounted rate, for, I, for a yeah. specific group, like AP holders, DVC members, whatever. Even if it's a cast member thing. would have been there. They would have been, there. They would have been there. They would have been there. But you yes. charge less. But you, you, here's the deal. You charge like 75% of the price you're going to charge the rest of the time. And then you say, you, you call it a soft opening. And you say, right. this is where we're working out the kinks tonight only. And what happens is then you're lowering the expectations because you're lowering the prices. But also, these people are still going to tweet out all this stuff. And what's going to happen is everybody who goes to subsequent parties is going to know now where Mickey, because all the people that are connected True. are now going to know through social media, oh, Mickey and Minnie are back in the animation courtyard. And, True. you know, the tip top bar was like this. Oh, my gosh. Well, at least I know what to expect. You know, and it's it, there's going to be a communication there. Yeah. But it, the expectations are a little bit lowered for that first party. I know, you know, it would cut into the revenue. I, uh, maybe. I mean, I'm just brainstorming here. I think Betsy's got an idea. That's a thought. I, I don't know I think, if it's the right I answer. Think that's, I think that's a thought as well. And I've seen a lot of people who said, oh, they should have had, a, you know, a influencer night. No, like, no, 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 no. Oh, I've seen that so many places. Uh, they no. should have had an influencer night. They should have had an you influencer You don't call night. it that. No. But that was the biggest thing that I've, I saw. And I'm like, that would have been a terrible idea. Like, oh, I don't know. You just because, almost made me get sick. Uh, yeah, because like that, like, because they were, because the biggest complaint I'm seeing a lot of people say is there were so many influencers. They should have known and had like, you know. All, there's not enough but, influencers for for a night like that. There's not. I mean, you, you might well, think there's a lot of them. There's not that many. I, I mean, Christine doesn't have that many influencers on their roster. I hate you know the word saying? influencer. Like, the God, just, that you saying up, that word influencer, just, that just boils my blood. I hate I that agree. word. I, I, hate I get that. that. I get that. And I agree with you on that. I, I like Betsy's idea, though. Of having a soft opening for cast members and AP Disney, uh, DVC holders. And I like the idea of having it at a discounted rate. It should also be a even lesser amount of crowds because you know at that discounted rate, it will be... Yeah. The I mean, yeah the don't max... Yeah, the, the first party, huge. don't sell the, you know, 100% of the tickets. Like, right, exactly. You, you, you sell, you know, 70% so that you, I, can, you can learn crowd flows... But you exactly. don't overwhelm everything. You, you, but, you, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like Pam was saying, you're gonna have the because a lot of the influencers are AP holders and DVC holders and stuff like that. You are still probably gonna have a little bit more of a negative slant with it, um, because for a first time thing. But I think that that's probably still the best way to do it to get the bugs out for these new kind of events that Disney is offering. You know, whatever, whenever they come up with something in the future. Maybe this is something that they consider it could consider of having an AP cast member night that is cheaper for the one night only, but you know, going into it, 
this is a soft opening and call it that. And, and people I think will still complain. Maybe, people will still rip it because I know they'll still rip it go. because you saw like with yep. the Moana thing, people ripping yep. that they with will. Their, during the AP previews. But so, you're going to be like, but you have a justification at that point. Like, look, this was sold as you paid less right. and this is the soft and that's how exactly. it is. So, so at least you have a, a reason. And, well, let's move on because I mean, that's okay, a great, yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. description. I want to make the whole show about this, but that was well said and it's a great brainstorming but they out with disney credit like they listened and they've improved the party people are a lot happier that's something that now. they always do yeah. well i mean they survey 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 and they listen and they adjust as needed and if it i feel sorry I, here's what i feel sorry for the people who know this and should know it more than anyone else and still insist on being so brutal True. in their assessment of everything that they do so you are anyway. absolutely correct i'm like are you, it's not rose-colored glasses it's choosing to look for the positive and, and if you want to see a positive a positive take on it you can go to the mouse for less's social and you can see my video that i made of the event because it's a good overview of what the event was like because i did get to experience pretty much everything that the event had to offer so i will say um, jack still scares me that is so weird and I'm <laughs> still, i still can't get into nightmare before christmas that is still the weirdest thing in the you history have of the world. To watch it i, I can't it's like just the animation style freaks me out kind of like the whole thing i don't know the music it's just i don't I know Hannah loves it. I, I There's don't lots of good music in it, but there's this good is music. Halloween. This is okay. Anyway, Kevin's got a question. Hey, Mike and Cruz. So we're taking the advice and coming off of our cruise in February, we're going back to Walt Disney World and staying one night before our long drive back to Atlanta. We are going to the parks before the cruise, but we'll likely not go into the parks for this one. Wait. We're going to the parks before the cruise, but we'll likely not go into the parks for this one night stay. Okay, after they're not going to go to the park. Got it. Where should we stay? We looked at Animal Kingdom, Savannah View, Beach Club, or the Princess and the Frog's rooms at Riverside. Any among these other thoughts? Girls are nine and seven. Thanks, Kevin. Coming off a cruise, looking at Savannah View over at Animal Kingdom, Beach Club, or Princess and the Frog. I have, I have an idea. I think I know your idea. Animal Kingdom. Here's oh. the deal. Savannah View. You're coming off a cruise. You've been seeing all these beautiful vistas. Dude, you got to keep it going one more night. You got a, you got a balcony. You might have a veranda on the ship. I'm trying to make it apples to apples here. You're not going to be looking at the ocean, but you're going to be looking at it giraffes. Now, if on your cruise you saw giraffes out in the ocean, you probably had too many margaritas. You probably went to too many tastings. That's bad. But you'll see giraffes. You'll see wildebeest. You'll see little deer. I forget what they're called. Gazelle, you'll see all the cool stuff, and I think your your girls are in the perfect age, like seven to nine. Do they'd eat that up a Savannah View room? And there's plenty to do at the lodge. You could do activities that day too. So I say Animal Kingdom Lodge, Savannah View. But what say you, Pam? I'm gonna go with Beach Club, okay. and here's my reasons why. First of all, you have that fantastic pool, and you may not got you may not have gotten enough swimming while you're on the cruise. You may have, but you may have not. And you may just want to keep it going. And if I was going to relax a day by the pool, um, beach club and yacht club, that pool area would be my choice. The other reason why I like beach club is you also have the Skyliner and that's going to open up a world of other resorts too. You can go over and see the Riv. You can go to Caribbean beach. You can walk there, have dinner there. Um, you also have, of course, all the great locations there, right there around the yacht and beach club and boardwalk area. So that's where I'm going to say. Skyliner's a ride and it's free. I mean, that, that says something in my book. Kurt Donnell, roll tide. He's Animal Kingdom with me. That's right. Beat Auburn, Iron Bowl week. Okay, go ahead, Ricky. I'm going to go with Pam. Oh, I also, man. I'm sorry. I, that's where I thought you were going. Well, I, here's I, the thing. I, I, was thinking, I was thinking Beach Club because of Storm Along Bay, but I thought after the cruise it might be swam out. Um, Nobody's ever swam out. Uh, I, so, I, this this, dude, this dude needs naps. I mean, yeah. and you can take a sweet nap at Animal Kingdom Lodge, but go ahead. No, I think that, <laughs> I mean, I know they have a great pool over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. No no shade to their pool. But um, I look, Beach Club has the pool. I mean, it's it got Storm Long Bay. I, you know, it's it's just, it's amazing. It's fun. It's, I mean, it's the one that everybody wants to go to. So 
yes go to beach club enjoy that enjoy the pool there enjoy you know go to beaches and cream get get some ice cream do you know do all the fun stuff that they have there i think it's a great resort and the perfect end to your vacation okay there it is and betsy also says beach club resorts so or epcot air resorts beach club so i'm over i'm over the animal kingdom is a great oh, okay. second well, now, choice okay. I agree you're, with you're that. like my grandma at this point just trying to make me not cry thank you <laughs> I no, it. I do. I see the merits of Animal Kingdom. Watch. I see the like, benefits. Of I going do. There. I see the benefits. I just see more benefits at the beach. Ricky hurt my feelings. Yeah, I don't care. Okay, <laughs> you know I don't know the answer to this question. Do you know? Uh, it's from Betsy. Uh, do you know if you can activate a military ticket or AP at the Vero Beach Resort, or does it have to be at a park? I know you can't. So at AP, wait, the military ticket or AP at Vero Beach? So APs have to be activated at the park, correct? I, they or Disney, you can go to Disney Springs. Springs. I guess, yeah, that's where I always do. I always do mine at the Springs actually because the line's usually shorter. That's right. I don't believe you can at Vero Beach because you can't even do it at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm pretty sure sense. Vero Beach doesn't want to be involved in any of that. It needs an actual ticket counter, yep. um, a ticket location. So you can either do it at guest services over at the Springs or at outside of any of the parks. And I recommend the Springs because they have seats in case there's a line and you, they usually have like water with like lemons in it. It's fancy. I mean, if you're going to spend $1,200 on an AP, you may as well get fancy lemon water at the same time. <laughs> Makes the and bring no your quicker. valid photo ID. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Next question is from Kathleen. I tell you, Katie in Rhode Island, if you didn't know, small state in the union. Here a little Thanksgiving trivia for you. Hey, Mike. Okay. I mean, everybody knows that. That's why you went to elementary school, right? Uh, I've been listening to the podcast for about a year now, and I love it. Thanks so much for all you do. Happy early birthday. My birthday is November 28th, and I believe you said yours is on the 27th or something close to that. Not only do we have a close birthday, but I'm also a frugal Disney fan, run Disney race addict, and I work in a school, speech, speech pathologist. I could use Katie here. So I empathize with all your school stories. I just wanted to drop you a line to say that your episode about the best hidden bathrooms, I checked out on the, I checked in on the one behind pirates and it was glorious. I never knew it was there. This was back in July. Here we go. This is where it takes a turn. Sadly, while I was in Walt Disney World for wine and dine, I headed toward that same bathroom after Pirates and noticed a sign that said restroom with an arrow that I hadn't noticed before in the guest shop right as you exit the ride. Once I got to the bathroom, it was not like my first visit. It was super busy and needed a good cleaning. cleaning. Sadly, the secret is out. I'm not attending Marathon Weekend in January, but hoping to run the full in January of 2025 after I turn 40 to prove to myself I can still do it. I ran my first and only full marathon in Disney in 2018 prior to having my son in 2020. Maybe I'll run into you then. Thanks for, again for all you do. Katie in Rhode Island. Well, Katie, first of all, I didn't start running until I was 40, so you can definitely do it. And who <clears throat> who's bringing a screwdriver to Walt Disney World on their next trip and taking that sign down? Because that's, <laughs> that's, that's a crime against humanity because that's a great bathroom. Right? Seriously, who did that? I mean, I think there's always been a sign saying that there's Has a bathroom there, there. The, But it, it, somebody put it like, it sounds like right where you get off pirates, like pointing everybody in the world. Some things need to be kept a secret. Like that is a good bathroom because nobody knew it was there. It is still a good bathroom. Yeah. And it says like, I think it, I think it says like, it doesn't say guys and gals. It says something like caballeros or dames and some, I think it confuses people because it, it's not clear like, like boys and girls. It says something where you got to kind of go, hmm, am I in the right one? It okay. does. It, it's not even like, it's not even like, it's not even like caballeros and caballeros. I don't even know what the there's a, are. There's a place uh, here in town. Uh, it's a restaurant called Tin Lizzie's. And they have a restroom sign, and one of them is lizards. And I'm not joking. I'm in there, but I mean, we have female lizards on the squad. Most of our <laughs> lizards are probably one females. Which, right? which one is lizards? Exactly. <laughs> I see a lot of lizards posting selfies every day. Yeah, we could all meet in there. I'll do 10,000 of us. That scares me. Anyway, that's hilarious. You got to take a picture of that. Okay, Abby's got a question. Hey, Mike, my husband and I are heading to Walt Disney World in January for two weeks from Ireland. 
We haven't been to Walt Disney World since 2019 when we got engaged there. Now we're returning married and with our daughter, who will be nearly two when we go. We're staying at Pop Century. Oh, wait, I think I did this one. No, we did this one already. It was about the fire station. Sorry about that. I forgot to delete it. How about this one? Wait, I have the official word on what the bathrooms are, are called. At oh, okay. okay, good. It's Thank you for saying this. What are they? Okay. It's Caballeros and Damas. Damas. Ah, See, I knew there, there was something is. Damas in there. I was like, yes. Yes, yes come on. Yes. <laughs> so there we go. And I'm sure that probably is a little confusing to some folks. So. Oh, yeah. I took five years of Spanish and it confuses me. Like, seriously, I got college credit for that. My last two years. The only reason I took it for the last two years, like, I can get college That's credit for, for that. a little bit of a refund. Yeah, I'll hang in there. Yeah, I, I would too. I definitely think it needs a refund. Thanks, St. Louis University. Anyway, Stephen has a question. Good afternoon, Mike, Scott, Ricky, and Pam. I've been getting caught up in the episodes, and I've enjoyed hearing about how some other guests are getting pixie dusted by other guests. My wife and I have done something similar on the last few trips. We've typically only stay on property for a few nights and always get the resort refillable mug. The mugs are valid for two weeks from the date they're activated, and the end date is always well after our checkout, checkout day. So what we do is clean the mug out on the day we check out, find a family waiting in line for check-in, and give them that explaining what it is if they're unfamiliar. Kind of reminds me of the old days of gifting a paper fast pass to another family outside the attraction. Hope y'all are doing well. Thanks so much for all that you guys do to keep the dream alive and spread positivity throughout my week. M-I-Z, Stephen, in Atlanta, Georgia. How about that? We're getting some love in Atlanta. I like that. Sounds familiar. Yes. And that's a cool idea. Well, I, I like that on. idea. Yeah, I definitely yeah. do. I hope that Disney doesn't ever change that. I mean, I keep wondering if they'll, you know, at some point, it's supposed to be the length of your stay. Just shorten it to the length of your stay. But while it's here, while you have the option, I think it's a cool thing. How many people do you think buy them? I've always wondered this. Like, say you're staying for just a weekend. Mm -hmm. Do you think people buy those just as souvenirs? I, I think definitely, yeah. Because sometimes they do them. have a cool design, right? And I'm tempted, like, yeah. Maybe I just want it for the shelf. But I mean, I do drink a ton of soda, so I do try to get my money's worth. Yeah, I'm but, like you. It's a loss dude, leader. I mean, <laughs> for real, dude. Right here. I mean, this is the show started. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, I could, I could, I, I drink a week's worth of soda in like three hours, so I do get my money's worth. But yeah. I also, I mean, I take considerations, and I'm like, where's my room? Like, if I'm in the '80s at Pop Century, I'm not. I mean, I do walk a lot too. So, but I mean, it's like if I'm in the you know prime location, if I'm at the hippity dippity pool room, dude, not far. I'm okay. I might get a refillable. I and mean, there's a lot. That's the one thing about we're talking about this on the live show on Sunday night. Like with Disney, it, it takes a certain kind of person to plan a Disney vacation, right? Because you're always, always, always making calculations and decisions. And it's like that. That's a that's a micro decision. Like. Okay, how far is my room? Do I get a refillable mug? Am I getting my value? How many days am I here? It's it's like it's like that whiteboard with beautiful mind. It's constant. Right? It's all the time. Oh my god. I, I, uh, I, I so uh, obviously I just stayed there. I stayed at All Star, you know, sports. I was there for one night, and I I bought a mug. Uh, you know, I even though I was there for one night because I knew that you know I would be getting coffee. Uh, in the morning and I wanted coffee before I, you know, went out to the, the parks and the party that night and I let my mom use it for her soda. So, you know, cause I got water. So, I mean, you know, it, it did, it was, was that trip, was it, you know, the most beneficial? Probably not. But again, I get that souvenir mug then that I get to take home. And trust me when I tell you, I use those mugs all the freaking time. Like they are my mugs for drinking. Probably drives my parents nuts when they come here to visit me because I'm like, here's my mug. And I give them a Disney mug. Well, and you just, like, you just flashed you know, a $20 Starbucks like just 10 minutes ago. So we're right. Exactly. So yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying like, and when I was there, you know, when we were touring the resorts, I'd go and get a refill of the coffee and the, you know, the gift shops and, or the, the, the um, food courts and stuff. So like, I, I got value out of it. It's not like I didn't, but you know, I was there for one night and I still got the mug. So, I mean, you know, for me, it's, it's a no brainer. I'm going to get it. It actually it. doesn't take much. So I, we've been doing a lot of calculating for the dining plan things over like the agents have yep. and a drink, the average drink. At it's a like almost five is, bucks. 
It's four dollars and forty nine cents yeah. plus tax. Mm -hmm. So literally, you only need to be having like uh, like five drinks, yeah, and that pays for it. Absolutely. So uh, you know, there's. I think it's so funny. We've been running so many of these calculations. Like this is a little off track, but sort of on track. This is our show. This is where we are. I'm <laughs> right. sorry. This is it. <laughs> I've been doing this show for a little bit. <laughs> Oh, I feel like I can veer off just yeah, every fine. now and then. <laughs> so or anyways, the but people initially like, we'll send them the price of the dining plan and they'll be like, oh, wow, that was more than I thought. And we're like, just wait. <laughs> Let me just explain to you, you're eating at Chef Mickey's. If you have a child three to nine, you're actually losing money if you do not get the dining plan that day because the cost of your dining plan, and this is before any of the specials, um, the 50% special is going on next, like next spring, which is a really big deal. But I mean, if you're eating at Chef Mickey's dinner and you have a child ages three to nine, you're actually paying more for Chef Mickey's dinner than you would pay for the dining plan. So it's, yeah, it's like a no brainer for some of these locations. So anyways, just the price of food has gone up, not just at Disney World. Maybe you've been to your local restaurant and seen the same things. But I think that's the thing that people think, like the the refillable mugs really aren't that much um, when you think about your five drinks in and you've already mm -hmm. made your money. So. Were, were you here the night I told you I paid like six twenty for a gallon of milk at the gas station the other night? I almost had a heart attack at QT. <laughs> Now I did. I, you I did. At the gas station. I know. I, I learned that because I did go to Target and it was like two ninety nine. Yeah, like, I was like, I got yeah. fleeced. I you got, got totally yeah, fleeced. fleeced. I didn't you know the, uh, because the you said that. Tax, I did, sure. dude. I got. Yes. Dude, they saw me coming. I was the biggest sucker. You played vacation. Prices. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. I, I went there and I, you know they because like QT's like our quick you know gas station place. You know, I guess it's like your. Yes. Buck, I don't know what you have where you are the Wawa or whatever in Florida. But like, you know, I run in, they're super friendly. Dude, they check you out so fast. Like you just, boo, 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 they're super fast. I sat up there, dude, zapped it. And I was like, you Apple paying it? And he's like, 620. I was like, dude, did I get two gallons or what? Like, did I, <laughs> did I buy like, what did I get? But you know, I'm not, I'm not argumentative. So I just paid it and rolled out of there. And it's like, dude, you know, you, kick me you in the butt, dude. Kick me in the rear. Tax. It's oh, the same man. way at Walgreens, I feel like. Oh, when I go to Walgreens, God. Walgreens is also ridiculously expensive for milk. Six twenty. Yeah, no. I was like, this better be the best taste in milk with my Cocoa Puffs <laughs> I've ever had in my life. In my little Christmas tree, little Debbie. Anyway, last question. Hey, BOGB crew, my husband is... Sorry, last question, I promise. My husband, our 18-year-old son, Paxton, and his friend, Drew, are running their first Dopey this January. Woo, good job. And it's Drew's first time at Walt Disney World. Oh, so that's awesome. one way to see all of Walt Disney World is run every mile of the place. Uh, they get in Tuesday afternoon. They're staying at Pop Century. They plan to have park days on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Take a break on Saturday, smart. And then another park day on Sunday, if they're still both on their feet. They fly out on Sunday night. Oh, oh. <laughs> make sure they have their cameras ready when they get that wicked Charlie horse on the plane. That's going to be a great video because one of them's going to almost start screaming and scare the whole 184 other passengers and 94 on the Southwest flight. So I'm just saying, when you get up to altitude and all of a sudden they get that Charlie horse, epic on Sunday night. So just, that, that's a tip. A few questions. Number one. What are your most helpful recommendations for what to bring for the dopey, both during running and after running? Clearly ibuprofen, she says. Do you have any other recommendations? What are your favorite recovery rides when you go to the parks on a running day? Any other tips to make the dopey a success? Okay, real quick. One, throw away sweatpants and sweatshirts for all four days. So go to your Goodwill or I just go to San or Walmart and I get, or Amazon, actually, I buy them most years. I just get the cheapest branded sweatpants and like, uh, you know, a sweatshirt. And I get them in the lizard colors because I'm a team player and I like to, you know, match everybody. And I buy cheap stuff. And what you do is you wear it because it's always chilly in the mornings. So remember, you're in the corrals at like 3 4 o'clock in the morning. I wear a sweatshirt over my running stuff and sweatpants. And as soon as the race gets ready to start, you just take them off and you try, you throw them off to the side and they collect them and give them to homeless people in the Orlando area. So that unsheltered folks. So they give them uh, to the, so they're donated and they're still relatively clean because you've only worn them for a few hours. So do that for all four days of the dopey. You'll be much more comfortable getting ready to run. 
ibuprofen. I would also bring extra pairs of running shoes because say on the 10K day, we run in a downpour. On the half marathon day, you might want to have a fresh pair uh, that, that are dry because your shoes may not dry out in, a, in you know 24 hours. Um, recovery rides. I mean, it could be really anything, but I like the slow movers, you know, the people mover, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, dude, <laughs> Space Mountain. After the full, they might have to call the Reedy Creek Fire Department to remove you from the rocket. I'm just saying, it's uh, it's not a pretty sight, especially at my age. I don't know. So you guys have any thoughts on, on her questions for those two? Like what to bring? Did I miss anything that's obvious? Or I think the rides? extra shoes are key. After spending a week at a rainy destination last week, the nothing is worse than slipping on oh, wet shoes. Yeah, it's gross. Mm -hmm. And I mean, especially for if you're running, you don't want to go out and like, because the, the races get progressively longer. You know what I'm saying? Like if you run a 10K and your shoes get soggy because it's a really wet morning, I don't want to have to think about going out and running 13 miles in wet shoes. And I mean, especially on the 26, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, like 26 miles is daunting. I do not want to have to put on wet shoes to go run, you know, here, there and everywhere around Walt Disney World. So 100%. definitely have your best shoes for Sunday. Uh, and also make sure you get your pictures taken on Sunday before anything else. And her last question is, if you were bringing a first timer to Walt Disney World, what are a few must-dos rides attractions you would make sure not to miss? What's a quick service or table service or even a snack that you want to make sure that they experience? Thanks for all you do. And Marie's in Centennial, Colorado, out in Florence's area. Okay, so I would ask them, like, what are they looking forward to? I think, you know, this sounds like these guys, probably Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind would be a not miss. And I'd spend money on a lightning lane to make sure you get to do that. Um, other tips, just for a first timer at Walt Disney World. Ricky, what would you say? I mean... Uh... Yeah, I think finding out like what things he's excited about seeing, you know, that's that's really the 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 biggest thing. You know, what has he heard of about visiting Walt Disney World that is is what he thinks of when it, you know, like that's kind of where I'm going with that. You know, is there an attraction he's heard of? Is there a dining establishment that he's heard of? Is there a snack that he's heard of? You know, that kind of stuff. That's really what I would, um, I would settle on and make sure that he got to experience those things. So that way he had the kind of Disney vacation that, you know, we all have had where that sucked us in, you know, <laughs> I feel like that's the best way to make somebody sucked in. Like we all come in. So make sure, making sure that they get to experience what they've heard of and then go from there. Um, you know, but as far as snacks are concerned, I mean, you got to give him a Mickey bar, I, mm -hmm. you know, or a Mickey ice cream sandwich, or if he doesn't like chocolate, a Dole Whip. I feel like that's, you know, the key. And also a cheeseburger spring roll. I feel like that's also a big important thing. I've still never had one of those. I need to have one. Oh, it's so I know. good. Oh, I know. So good. Okay, Pam, how about a table service or a counter service recommendation? We'll I was going to say, out. I think I would try to do a character meal. Yeah. I mean, where else would you, you can't do a character meal anywhere else except, well, I mean, you can, but you can't do a character meal with Disney characters, let's say. Um, and it's not Mickey Moose either. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. No, you get the official character. So I think I would try to do that. And then um, snacks, I mean, I, I would take him to one of the more, I think, unique um, counter service locations. You know, we all know that there are some. I think in Animal Kingdom, Satuli is a great location, I think. But there are lots of them, no matter where you are. So don't go out of the way, but um, find one that offers some unique things. Because counter service is not just hamburgers and hot dogs at Disney World. No, so. it isn't. It's good. So. It's, yeah, yeah, just look around, check the menus on your My Disney Experience app and to see what you got, because you can search by cuisine. That's one of the things you can like. If you're looking for something specific, man, just look look for that item, and you'll find a location that probably has that cuisine that you like. And like Betsy yeah. says, Garden Grill, that's a good uh, option. Good food, especially for runners. Uh, and you get the characters, and it's kind of unique. It's, you get to see an attraction. You're in Epcot. I like that idea. And don't forget, take your medals because and have them with you throughout the weekend because great photo ops wherever you go at the meals, at the, you know, when you're on the rides, when you uh, encounter a character, always have your medals with you for the entire. You'll see everybody does that. So it's a thing. And good luck on your dopey. I'll be out there and say, hey, if you see me <laughs> and as you blast by, if you're uh, you know 18 and younger and have the young legs, because I'll be just dying. All right. So we're going to be back on Friday. For the Black Friday show, we're all going to be having our leftovers and we're going to be talking about where to get stuffed at Walt Disney World. 
because on Friday, I hope that I'm getting stuffed on homemade holiday uh, sandwiches like we have at Earl's Sandwich. So that's going to be good. All right. So until we get back together again, don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Yes, we are working over the Thanksgiving holiday to get you to your favorite places like Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney as well. See the world. We want to help you just have the best vacation possible. I've gotten great emails already this week from folks that traveled down to Walt Disney World last week. They said, just got back, a little soggy, but the magic was there. And I saw pictures of families that were, uh, you know, they, they did Enchanted Tales with Belle. You know, of course, Dad, knight in shining armor, daughter, Belle dress, having that encounter with Lumiere and Belle. I mean, it, it, that's why we do what we do. I mean, that was my Monday morning when I opened my email. I mean, tell me I don't have the best job in the world to get an email like that. It was just so great. That's what I love. I want to help you have that kind of an experience. The weather wasn't great, but the memories were made. And we can do that for you for no additional cost at all. And many times you're going to get little Disney gift cards, travel uh, laundry bags, and it's clutch. I'm telling you, laugh at that clutch on a vacation. Onboard credits when you sail with Disney Cruise Line. We just want to help you have a great experience and make those memories with those you love. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you sit on the couch and do that shopping. Just click through the link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash, nope, yep, slash Amazon. <laughs> Forgot there for a second, but please use that, especially this weekend. It would really help us out. And Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. That's where you can support the show starting at just $5 a month and get our bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Give us a follow on the social media. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I and I-B-S. Pam's at T-M-F-L-T. Pam, I'm at Mike. Give us a follow on Threads. Twitter slash X and Instagram for all of our coverage and no live call and show this weekend. I'll be at the basketball game as Paige brings her University of Illinois Chicago Flames down to St. Louis to take on the St. Louis University Lady Billikens on Sunday. So I'll be at the game. All right. So we're going to be out of here and wishing you a great Wednesday and a happy, happy Thanksgiving as we, uh, all get around and we're very thankful. I mean, we can't tell you how thankful we are to have you as a, a member of our family. We really are. We get together a few times a week, every week. We, we do this without missing any time. And, you know, we're here in the spring, we're here in the summer, we're here in the fall, we're here in the winter, every holiday. But we're just thankful that we can share some laughs, share some memories, and just, uh, just get to do this so many times every week. So we just hope you have a lot of turkey. Even if you don't like turkey, eat some turkey for me. Save the leg, Chuck. Um, is that what it is? The neck, the leg. I can't remember from the peanut special. I used to show that every year to my class, but whatever it is, have Turkey, have stuffing, but just tell those around you that you love them and just have a great time with your friends and family. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike Wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.